Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. Lock it in and rip the knob off, people. How you doing? I'm John Reap. Sitting over here is John Heffern, and you're about to watch another all-new Heffern and Reap show. It is Thursday, October the 6th, 2022, and I hope you're ready for another Thursday night hour of power. What is Heffern and Reap for the new people? I'm John Reap. That's John Heffern. Bam. Two winners of last comic standing. Journeyman, road dogs, lover of the 1980s. No politics, no pandemics, no Putins, just pure pleasure, possibly promo codes. That's about it. Let me talk to my promo bro over here. Uh, half of the Heffern and Reap show, Mr. John Heffern. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. So I'm looking at you. I know you go to the gym all the time. I've been going all the time, but I don't, I don't um, look it. I don't like, oh. how do you get this part? Not just to look old and like, I think it's I about the t-shirt design. I got lucky with this t-shirt. It kind of looks like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit more bulky up here. You're like a tall, more of a tall, lanky guy. I'm sort of like a ex-bulky guy. And now I'm slowly, if I stood up, you'd right. see the gut and you'd be like, oh, never mind. But uh, I gotcha. appreciate you saying that, buddy. I like that we're both wearing cool-ass sunglasses tonight. Yeah, you always do. I can't see a thing in these. So if you have me read anything, I won't be able to. No, but I'm fine. actually going to get uh, contacts, my first contacts um, prescription. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Uh, next week, and I couldn't be more scared. I'm so, I'm literally. It makes my stomach almost feel like I want to throw up, uh, knowing that I'm gonna have to put contacts on. Oh yeah, that's tough. <sighs> I can. I've never done that. I've never even like put like stage ones on, you know, for Halloween or anything. I couldn't imagine people. I don't even like putting eye drops in my eyes. But a let alone contacts would freak me out. Um. But some people, yeah, when I do eye stuff. drops, like I do it wrong, I don't put them right here. I literally put them about this high and yeah. let it drip, and it kind of hits the entire eye. I don't, oh my I god, don't but what it. about the impact? That sounds like you're you're letting gravity work harder. You, yeah, it hurts, it, but then it, my wife's always like, just get contacts, you, you it'll be easier for you on stage, and yada, yada. And then the next day, I got to hear from her, oh, I lost my contact, it's somewhere in my eye. I think it's I think it's in the back of my brain stem. I think it's like well, I'm like I'm not having that happen to me. Yeah. I'm not having that happen. I will Have wear you ever it. had the when you go to the eye doctor, do they do the have you had the um what they're checking for like like I guess glaucoma or glaucoma that scary air st thing. Like a stigmata or something not stigmata. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, what I have a I little bit of of, uh, uh, of a stigmatism. Stigmatism. Yeah, like, stigmata I, is something totally different. What is a stigmata? I think that the stigmata is. I think I'm it's when someone it's a, makes a a cut on their body that has to do with religion or something. 
I'm gonna say I don't know, st- dude. I'm I'm gonna say Stigmata is a band. <laughs> and they, and well, they, it's... And they play like really folky drum heavy music. Stigmata. How do you spell that? Stig Stigmata. Stig-mata. Hang on, I'm gonna Google this. Stigmata is a Christian mysticism, bloody marks or scars or pains corresponding to those crucified. Oh, yeah. So I was right. It's like when they beat themselves. Mm. Well, they just marked okay. themselves. Let, now I'm going to type in band to see yeah. if, because if there's not, we got to get that. We're going to start that band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a band from Russia. It's a Russian uh, metalcore band based in St. Petersburg that formed in 2000. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there we go. Hey, Heffron and Reap, you'll learn stuff, okay? We're, very, we're also informational and educational. Can I do some um, tour dates real fast, John Heffron? Sure, sure. I know you were just in Appleton, Wisconsin. I just did a corporate gig in Roanoke, Virginia. We'll talk about that in a minute. But next up for me... Uh, tomorrow night, I will be in Durham, North Carolina with Brent Blakeney. We're doing a show together at the Mystic Farm and Distillery. It's really just for Brent. I'm going to do some comedy. It's We want to record Brent for Brent. He's a good friend, and he asked us to do it. And so I'm going to come. Alan's going to come. We're going to shoot it. It's for like his YouTube channel. And so, um, and then October 29th, we were talking about doing a Halloween movie night. That's not going to happen anymore. Details later. April 15th, prom night. But that's a long way away. I really don't have much to tell then, John Hereford. What about you? What's going on? I am next weekend in Spokane at Spokane Comedy Club uh, in Washington. Nice. Uh, so that's October, right? And yep. then... There might be something there. And then I'm in November. I'm at the Comedy Castle, which sells out all the time. And then Denver Comedy Works. You can get all those dates if you just go to (laughs) heffernandreed.com. If you uh, haven't, though, uh, do this. Go to my YouTube page. Go to uh, YouTube slash Comedian John Heffern. Uh, I put out an album or a special, I guess you would call it, uh, this week, I happen to have footage. I happen to have an hour footage of one of my last albums. And since all my albums are now off of Spotify um, in every place that you would hear them, I decided why not just put it up as is, as a full hour, as a kind of a law special. It's shot in a club. It doesn't have a big jib. We're not in a big arena. But I have noticed... Uh, I don't read comments ever on YouTube stuff because they're literally always like, we we hope you die soon, right? You're horrible. Hmm. Uh, the comments have been really, really good. Good. Because I'm really proud good. of it. It's a, it's a good, good special. I don't think anybody will see it. I think like 30,000 people saw it over the weekend. One of what the TikTok do- videos got up to almost a million, though. What? So, yeah. I have it, like, Recently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of your yeah, TikTok yeah. videos almost got to a million. One of them did. Yeah, from that special. I don't even know how that. I didn't even know I had a TikTok page. No, come on. Who's doing it? Uh, some. I have a guy doing okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. I don't even look. That is amazing. Yeah, I TikTok need- to me is a little bit creepy. 
Like every time I like look at it, it's some underage girl, and then yeah. some comic. You know what I mean? Like I just, <laughs> right, I think, right, right. I think I'll pass on it to be honest. Well, with you. yeah, it's, it kind of speaks more of to what it is you're watching because the algorithm adapts itself to what it is you you watch longer than other videos. Hmm. So if you're like looking, if you're scrolling and you're like, nope, 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 and you see something that catches your eye and you and you watch it. Then it, the algorithm goes, okay, well, he stopped on this kind of stuff. So the, the next video we're going to present to him will be something like that. So if that's all you see. All right. So let me ask you this. <laughs> let me. Heffron and Reap. Subject change. So in two weeks, I believe, or three weeks, doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going to Nashville for a family event. And oh. my uh, uh, stepson, I, I don't call them stepkids because they're all adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like so like the adult son of my wife. Yeah. I just think yeah, there should a certain, be a different name for that. You know? Yeah, because the 28-year-old isn't gonna right? She has a dad. Like, and they call me stepdad is even weirder. Right? Like, they kind of <laughs> call you, oh, that's my mom's husband. Like, right. there's no attachment. Like, there's no... Right. It must be hard if you have like what do you call them, especially if you have a parent that's maybe married four times. Right. And now you're just, oh, this is uh, my mom's husband number four. <laughs> right. This anyway, he, that we both worked with. Luis has a joke about that. He's got his mom. has got like four different stepdads and now she's on stepdad number three. And he's like, I don't know what to call. I'm tired of saying stepdads. And then he's, he said, so you're not even my real stepdad. Like, you know, he, instead of saying you're not even <laughs> right, my real right. dad, he goes, you're not even my real stepdad. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so what was your point on all that you were talking about? So. All that. So um, he invited me. And it's a very big deal for his birthday to play Airsoft. And I've never played before. Have you played? What is that? Uh, you have, like, guns that have, like, BBs. And you oh. run around. And it's like paintball. Uh, but I've watched nothing but YouTube videos, and it's just people getting crushed and getting crushed at a very high speed. Wait, so it's actually like paintball, but instead of paintballs, they're using real BBs? Use BBs. Huh? Yeah, use huge use like use uh, Yeah, I don't know the regulation. They're you know BBs that shoot pretty fast. So uh, I mean, you you have to wear goggles. You have to wear goggles, helmets. but then. Eric told me, just wear a hoodie and jeans. Don't be that guy who shows up in all camouflage. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm trying to decide what guy I want to be if I roll up to this game for the first time to try to impress, you know, Eric, the, the How old adult is he again? son. He's 19. 19. Well, like, okay, so, I, so, so I go he said buy don't a be camo guy, right. Or, yeah, but do I go buy a bunch of really cool equipment and roll in and be that guy, but then get aced out, like, the first minute getting shot? <laughs> I think you should go, like, like tactical, like a tactical sniper assassin kind of dude, and you got more than one BB gun. You know, you've got different ones. you got, like, a rifle BB gun. You've got a hand BB gun. You know, um, you have a BB slingshot hmm. on your ankle. Maybe got, I do what, the whole thing armor? in like a, in like yeah, that's what some guys are in. But what if I do it in like a, a John Wick suit? 
like I like yeah. I show up there in a t- mm-hmm. in like a suit. I like that. I that like that too. To go, yeah, John Wick of the airsoft. I love it. Yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. When is this coming up? Couple weeks, and I and I'm trying to get in shape. I'm trying to do sprints because that's what it seems like the whole thing is. Is like people Just young go. I didn't even know this and existed. Then, and then taking off. Yes, it's all the things the young kids do. They don't. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm so. so out of it. it sounds. Fun. So where were you were... this this weekend? I did a corporate gig to raise money for the American Cancer Society. I'm um, anti-cancer. I am. I'm against cancer as well. I'm, I'm against. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not for cancer. Oh, oh yeah. I was just seeing if you. Uh, but it sounds like yeah. Doing the way they worded it, the American Cancer Society. This is like we get together and we, and we socialize because we love cancer so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But. This was uh, the Cattle Baron, Roanoke, Virginia, Cattle Baron's Ball, is a bunch of rich people who own businesses in Roanoke and get together, and they all dress up like cowboys, and they put on this ball. They had a lady swinging from a trapeze. They had music. (laughs) They had people. uh, It was inside of an equestrian center, like a huge, it looked like an airport hangar. But just for horses, it was that big. It was a dirt floor. I mean, it was just dirt, and there was a stage, though. But they had all these little things set up. They had people dressed, painted in gold like cowboys. They were like statues that would dance around in lasso. And right. It was a weird gig. <clears throat> I only had to do 20 minutes. I drove three hours to get there, did 20 <laughs> minutes, and then came on the next day. And got paid pretty good. And I threw your hat in the ring because I felt like this would be a gig that you, you would you could do as well. But they're they've never done comedy before. It's one of those events where they're like, Lisa, you're the first comedian we had. I'm like, Okay, well, let me tell you what we right. need here. Let me tell you what it need. Because <laughs> this is not gonna they've the band has already set up all their state, all their equipment, all their microphones are up there. Mm-hmm. Um and so I go up there. And at some point, I had to take the mic out and put my mic in and then do a thing. And you could tell people, like, oh, what are we? You know, <laughs> the, band, the band don't like it when you touch their stuff. But yeah. it was good. It was random. It was fun. And, and um, I don't have another one till, till tomorrow in Durham. But how was your Appleton, Wisconsin? That's what I want to know because I haven't been to the Skyline Comedy Club in a long time. It felt good. It felt like you're at like a real club. Uh, they didn't serve food. They had uh, bagel bites or some type of pretzel bites. Mm-hmm. And clubs, we talked about this. Clubs that don't serve food are better clubs than serve food because there's not as as much you know distraction. Yeah. Um, my first shows were jammed. That felt good. Uh. I would like, if anybody's listening to me, I know none of my managers are listening to this podcast. I know none of my agents listen to my podcast. I, I know my wife probably doesn't listen to this podcast. I know my business manager probably doesn't <laughs> listen to this So it podcast. frees you up to say anything you want. But I really want to say this. I have nothing to say to a 1030 show. Nothing. Oh. I in no way, shape and form uh, do I think like them? uh, Do I want to be them? Do I relate to them? So I will say it again. 
we need to start doing a four and a seven and call it a day. <laughs> right. Yep. And or it would have been the most perfect shows. Because mm-hmm. all the other shows were awesome. It is just those late night ones. We are like, why? We're doing a 1030 show? Yeah, starting at 1045. Doesn't it? Like, I remember when I moved to Chicago or even L.A., I don't even think I started calling around friends until 11. Yeah. Just, right. Just to see where, where you guys were going, you know, where people were going. Yeah. You wouldn't even worry about what you're going to do that night until about 930. Yeah. Like, what am I uh, doing tonight? I don't know. It's only seven. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. So I just think there's a group of comics. Um, you know, I've always said the joke, but I think there's a group of comics that fall in that perfect 40 to 50 to 60 year old. You can't forget about those people. Yeah. A lot of comedy clubs are by just booking the Instagram, YouTube people. Yep. Who suck and they're going to get people's money once and then they're never coming back to that club. Mm-hmm. So uh pander to gen x and baby boomers still mm-hmm. program for them have an earlier show so they don't got to deal with hooligans at 10 30 and we can all be done and you know yeah shit. and those people by the way have money and those people you know because they've been around longer they've had more chance to make money so they just have more and then they'll tip better and um and they're and they're less uh, prone to getting fights, and, and and just be a jackass, you know. So it's it's a win all the way around. Um, I like this idea. I don't like ten thirty is too late. Like the latest it should start is nine thirty. You should have a seven and a nine thirty if you're going to do two shows. It shouldn't be a ten thirty start. That's crazy. And a Saturday you should have a six and an eight, man. Yeah, that's what I would do. And then give that late night show to all the local guys. Go, you guys have a Saturday late night show. Call whatever fuck you want. Uh, <laughs> make some money at the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was great working with the comics that I worked with this weekend. Of course, of course. One of them's names DJ. I'm going to forget their full names. Yeah. But they were talking about be, you know being comics and doing these. Um, these bar shows and hey, you should you should perform at this place in Michigan. It's kind of like a bar, but it's really cool. And you get paid seventy five bucks the headline, or one guy pays a hundred and fifty, right? So they have no perception of anything. And then <laughs> you know they're moving in with their new girlfriends, and one Ugh. guy just bought bought a condo with his girlfriend, and he's gonna try to figure out how to make it as a comic. And they were asking me so many questions about all of that, right? And I had to look at both of them and go, dude, I'm in the same fucking position as you. (laughs) I I have 35 years on you, but I I don't have an album out anywhere. Yeah, right. I don't have a special. I I can't fill a second. I can't fill a 1030 show. Right. My numbers are coming down. Yeah. I just m- moved into a house with somebody new. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm the same dude as you. Like, what do you want from me? I, I like, yeah, like I I'd probably do less finger up the butt jokes. I could probably do <laughs> more set that's a little less clean. You know, a little cleaner. Yeah, um, I like it when they go. Uh, 
Hey man, if you ever need an opener, you know, the next time you're in town, if you ever need an opener, I'd like to, you know, I'd love to open for you. And I want to say, that's fine, but there's nothing in it for you. I mean, I don't understand what's the appealing about it. I'm not paying you any extra because I can't afford it. I don't want to. I don't need it. Um, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to ask you to carry my bag around and set my my merch table up. So you're not going to make any extra money there. I mean, all you're going to get is maybe a little extra stage time, and and they're going to make me be your agent. You're going to make me call the club and go, yeah, I'm bringing a guy. Oh, I, I thought you to, weren't bringing a guy. Well, right during Last Comic Standing when I won it, I paid for all my features uh, airfare. So if you open for me, I bought your plane ticket. And then That's I would, nice. And then I would give you whatever the club was giving you. You would double it? I mean, you would... I double it. That's so. I mean, it, it wasn't great, but it's it's kind of like all I could do. You know what I mean at the time. And then these guys started telling me about guys we know, um, that do arenas. Yeah. So just think for a second. Just, just all just think about comics that do arenas right now, mm-hmm. or very large theaters, mm-hmm. and they all have opening acts. So if you're thinking of you, you don't even have to say a name. Think of a comic that is performing at an arena, and what do you think his walkout is for that arena? You want me to say a number? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for an arena. For arena, you know, like I've never done arena, so I, I, I wouldn't. One hundred fifty, a hundred grand. I don't know. Hundred grand, two hundred three, probably. Yeah. Right. One Maybe show. even four. <laughs> Like, yeah, right one now. show, like maybe even 400,000. We could, you know, be novice. Right. Uh, so let's say the guy's making $300,000 for an arena show, which I think is way too less. Like, uh, like I know somebody was trying to get Rogan and he told me the price. So our money's way off. But what that guy who was either making anywhere from 100,000 to 600,000. Pays his openers five hundred dollars. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, it's the same job, same amount of time, just a bigger audience. So maybe the stakes are higher there. Um, I, I you know, I'm cool with you that. What, you're supposed to give him a hundred grand. You're supposed to give him fifteen grand. You know, Listen. they've not they've not earned fifteen grand for a, a ten minute spot. That's crazy. I wouldn't do that. Five hundred's fine. Uh, you know. I'd spread the wealth. Yeah, you'd give them. I I'd give them because they're going to be with me the entire tour. They're, that means they're oh, not well, if that's working clubs. What, if that's what it is, if you're locking them down for a whole. Yeah, they're not working clubs. They kind of don't get to do their own thing. I'd give them a couple grand a show. Why not? You're only going to yeah. make that money that one time. It, no, I didn't know we were doing a uh, we're doing a tour. Tour's different, one off. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, but then now let's do the opposite of that. You got a guy like me or you? Mm-hmm. We're doing a we're going through uh, Toledo, Ohio, <laughs> and we're doing one show because the other three got canceled. <laughs> okay, and we brought a guy, and he told you that night too. By the way, <laughs> they told you that night. Yeah, and there's 23 people in the crowd. Half of them got in for free. And how much are you supposed to pay your guy then? 
Oh, the Cubs taking care of that guy. <laughs> right, right. Sorry, and, buddy. And, and the club is probably telling him you're not getting paid at all. Yeah. But you know what those guys make? If if you ever go to, uh, if you're listening, and you ever go to a comedy club, which I think you should, um, I think comedy clubs are way, I mean, I you know, seeing a comic at an arena, I couldn't think of anything less that would suck. It's you're not getting the the experience at all. Yeah, you just you're just being around a lot of people that like the same person. But I would never see a uh, a comic at an arena. The sound is going to be so bad. You're looking up at them at a jumbotron. Now this isn't being jealous. I would do arenas in four seconds. Yeah, I'd rather go to a theater. Yeah, than an arena to see a comic. Yeah, it's too much. I mean, uh, comedy is a delicate, intimate thing. And if there's too many people, then there's just, uh, you know, the the urge to talk and be loud. And it just, you need it like a good, honestly, perfect-sized crowd, any theater. I'm going to say 1,500 people at most. Yeah, that's fine. Right there. That's it. That's all you need. You don't need any more than that. You need cameras, but that's it. Um, all right, subject change, John Heffern. Um, uh, Heffern and Reed. Subject change. I want people you know to what know. MCs get, get paid, by the way? What's that? You know what MCs get paid for a weekend at a comedy club? 15 bucks a show? 30 bucks? <laughs> yeah, 25 bucks. 25. This kid, this kid was, he had to deal with some drunk lady turning off her phone, and she came and she talked to him for a half hour after the show about how she wrecked the night and they didn't know when to laugh and, and stuff like that. And I was just in the green room and I walked out to him and went, you, you don't even make enough money to this lady for 15 minutes. No walk away. It's not your problem. It's the club's problem. Just walk That's away. right. He, he probably just didn't know that. Though. <laughs> yeah. 25 bucks is not worth it. Friend and Reed. subject change. I want people to know we are reading your comments. Um, and so I'm going to read some from last week. Shane Flint, he said, I agree with naming the tour sounds as good as the World Podcasting Federation. So maybe we should call it the World Podcasting Federation Comedy Tour. I think we talked about that last week. Uh, naming me, you, Reno, we're going to try and do some shows together. Eventually, you know, we'll get get the whole uh, Gen X tour going. The League of Extraordinary Comedians. That's on the way. Uh, thank you for the comment, Shane Flint. Martin Hall, he said, wait, someone stole from Vanilla Ice the song he stole from Queen and Bowie? Yeah, we, we were call- talking last week about how um, Suge Knight grabbed uh, Vanilla Ice and basically stole something from him, and yet he's pointing out, didn't v- Vanilla steal it from Queen and Bowie? Yes and no. If you ever hear Vanilla Ice's uh, thoughts on that, <coughs> I think I saw a VH1 thing where he says, no, the Queen song was dun 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 dun. Mine was dun 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 that. <laughs> so that was his loophole. Uh, but I don't think that held up in court. Lisa M. Garcia, she says, hey, I just got here. Did John have cataract surgery? Me, J-O-N. No, I did not. I have um, – I've been noticing a lot of people wear these glasses again. 
Like, this is coming back. This style right here. Now, it looks like ski goggles to me. But my friend Rick Boscarino gave me these a long time ago, and I thought they were so outrageously stupid, I would never wear them. Um, they're Ferraris. Little Ferrari here. I think you got them. And, uh, but now I'm noticing a lot of people. It looks like something you would wear after an eye surgery. Totally. It is very dark. But no, I'm fine. Uh, no stigmatas, no cataracts, no glaucoma. I think I have 20-20. No, I don't. Actually, I have, I have to use reading glasses now from time to time. I don't like that. Um, and I will notice over time, because I look at my computer screen a lot, I will, and I look away from it, everything's blurry. And I have to like do that for a minute to get it back. Um, but I'm good. Uh, one more. Crystal Wheeler. She said, hey, Ferret is getting his meds now. Now, what she's talking about there, John, I did a show in D.C. at the Comedy Loft, and a lady's phone went off on the front row, and it was an alarm, not a, not a cell phone ring. It was You could tell that she had set her alarm to go off at this time. Right. And, um, you know, when that happens, it's not the first time it's happened, but do you have a go-to sort of thing that you do based on different cell phone Rings? Uh, noises. Rings, if it's an alarm, is it an alert? Is it a text? Is it a ring? Do you have different mm. things that you nope. go to? Yeah. No, I just kind of let it go with whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Or yeah. I try this move, I act like I don't hear it. So I don't have to <laughs> engage and, and be a call. Yeah, it yeah. depends on when it goes off for me. If it's in the middle of two jokes, then I can deal with it. But if I'm in the middle of one, I'm like, well, let me just finish it. But yes. Uh, this lady's phone went off. It was an alarm, and I've been noticing the alarms going off more and more. And I think it's you know, birth control pills. Girls will set their, <laughs> they'll set their uh, alarm for birth. You know that. And then you have um, my mom sets her alarm for she has glaucoma drops that she has to take, so hers goes off all the time. And I asked this lady. I said, "Okay, your alarm went off. It's." got to be something important you set the alarm to go off at this time what what right. is it i don't want you to skip you know if it's an emergency thing let's go ahead and deal with it what what is it and she goes oh no i have to feed my <clears throat> i have to feed my ferret i'm like oh you left your ferret at home to come here how many and i said how many animals because you don't just have a ferret right? no no yeah you got a lot you have iguana <laughs> you got you got a turtle in there. There's yeah. a cat with one eye. Right. So as soon as I heard ferret, thing. I was just my brain was like, all right, you know, I went off on the smell. I went off on how they just hide all the time. And I said, How many ferrets? How many animals do you own? And she said, I have two cats, two dogs, and two ferrets. And a and a parrot. So you were right. I was like, wow. So this lady, Crystal Wheeler. Hey, Crystal. Glad you're watching. And uh, glad you came to the show. Um, I remember I went on a date with a girl back in the uh, 80s. You know, uh -huh. it's almost like first, not first datey, but like first time venturing out to pick up a girl for the first time that you didn't go to high school with, you yeah. know, all that many, many, many moons ago. And I just remember getting to her apartment and she had a roommate and I was nervous. And, you know, I don't even know her name or what she looks like, but I'm like, is she ready? 
And then this iguana comes <laughs> walking on like the uh, couch yeah. and just takes a big white shit <laughs> like, <laughs> right. all over the back of the thing. And I just the whole time I'm like, how gross is this fucking place? Yeah. Like how? What, yeah. Did you knew right then and there that this date wasn't really? I was done. I uh, called. I pretended I called movie phone. And I said that the movie was canceled because <laughs> she hadn't been out yet. She, so uh, during this whole time, I'm just sitting there talking to a roommate. I go, hey, the movie's canceled. Um, wow. And I, I have a chance I can get back to work if I go now. Is she coming out? And, he, and she's like, I don't know. So I don't even know if she's ever coming out. Like, I don't know. You, did you she leave before she there. came out? I left before she came out. <laughs> Good for you. I did that yeah, one at a time. Don't, I, don't do that to people unless you know them for a long time. You can't just. I hate that. I, I hate going to I someone's to, house and waiting in their living room for them to come out. And I'm going to sit with a stranger. Yeah. Fuck I went you. to the mo- movies with a girl. Mm-hmm. And the whole time at the movie, she was telling me about the guy she was going to go out with after I dropped her off from the movies. Oh, my God. Right, I so I don't remember the circumstances, but he's like he just graduated from U of M. He drives this car. He's probably going to be the sales guy. I think we're going. Where should we go eat? Where where be like a cool place? And and you know I'm seeing like the three o'clock movie with her, uh, and literally it went on the entire the entire date. So I go, hey, I'm gonna go get some popcorn. Do you want anything? And she's like, no, I'm good. And I think there were cell phones back then. And I think she was texting the guy. And I just walked out and just left. I just Got left in your car the and drove away. Good for you. Yeah. No Uber or nothing. So I don't even know how. But the guy probably came and got her. Yeah. Left her. Well, good. That's left what her at she the deserves. Movie theater. What you don't do there. that. That's hilarious. I wish you could find this person and get her on the show and ask her what no she idea. remembers from that. A million um, dollars. I wouldn't be able to tell you what you look like. What if, let me ask you this, you and I have been dealing with microphones for 30-some years. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID happened, and then you'd go to a comedy club, and they had these little, uh, I don't know, different little things on top of the microphones for right. protection, like a, little, a little net. There's like a little, it was like a mask. Yeah, let me see that. Okay. What can you? You don't want to open it, do you? You don't want to waste it. I want to see. I can't tell what it looks like when it's still in the package, but so they make things for microphones for sanitary reasons. Yeah. Okay, but that's sort of like. Is it foamy? Yeah. Is it meshy? Is it? It's like a thing you'd wear on the top of your hair if you were cooking. Right. It's like a hairnet. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. If you had to go cover a hurricane and you knew it was going to rain a lot, would you bring that thing? Because that's not waterproof, right? This one isn't, no. Right. What's the best thing you could use? Condom. Did you see this lady? There's a weather reporter. Did you see this? Did you see the condom? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, the Alan Jackson. I want to show... yeah, this lady, this, I don't know what news, I think it's NBC reporter um, down there covering the news, uh, Kyla Gaylor, I don't know. 
Uh, I didn't really see the whole thing, but she put a condom on her uh, microphone. Now, I don't know if it's genius or if it's what, if it says anything about her. Did she just have condoms already and thought like last minute I'm gonna I'm gonna use this for the microphone instead of having sex later tonight with a stranger in Jacks in Florida somewhere. Um, somewhere. But I thought like, maybe this is genius or. I think what gave it away was the reservoir tip. You know, had she not, had she got a condom. I think you can buy a condom. It's been a long time, but I think you can buy condoms that don't have the reservoir tip. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Can you see this? Yeah. 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 What, what are your I mean, thoughts on this? Is this a genius move or is this sort of like distracting? You know, it's waterproof. I don't know. You know what? Those those news vans, I think a lot of stuff happened inside of a news van. Okay. You know what I mean? You have the you have the reporter, you have the camera guy. I'm sure some on-site uh, love attractions happen mm-hmm. in between B-rolls. So, I, yeah. Somebody either had to have that on them, maybe some smart or they had to go to like a Seven Eleven and buy con. Yeah. So you don't think it. she thought ahead, like, okay, I'm going down there to cover Hurricane. Let me go ahead and stock up on condoms. It was more like, holy crap, this microphone's going to get wet and no one's going to be able to. Well, hear my me. bigger question is: it is it rib her pleasure? Oh yeah. Uh, and is it is it have a little loop on it? So when she when she put it on, yeah, which was it kind of already sticky. If it's lube, that kind of defeats the purpose of trying to keep the mic dry unless it's on the other Well, she did it backwards. Um, and, yeah, and is it a magnum? Did she go all the way down? Why don't, you, you need, I don't, I'd like to know where the placement of her hand is. I'd like to see how far down how far, she went. Did how she, far down it went. Did she get it all the way down? You want to cover the base as well because that's where it, the cord plugs in. You know, that's important as well. So I don't know. I feel like, and maybe it works, but in my brain – this like because it's waterproof, it is also soundproof. You know, doesn't yeah, that? That was my biggest thing. I was trying to figure out. There's no way. Can you talk to a condom? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's the name have. of this episode. Can you talk through a condom? Can you talk through a condom? Yeah, I thought I. I don't even know what I was looking for. Right? Are you? Do you have condoms there? Were you gonna well, try? Yeah, it? that wouldn't funny if I would have had uh, <laughs> microphone condoms. That just yeah. Yeah, so maybe hey, uh, it looks it looks like it works. It's it looks like a very big condom. Hey, the Alan Jackson, can you that. scroll down a little bit? I think there's a close up of it too. If you scroll down some, she has another. There's another picture on this uh, website where uh, it looks like. Yeah, here we go. Boom. Oh, see now she's secured the bottom with rubber bands. She's got Who a nice hasn't? soft grip on it. I like that. She's not squeezing it too hard at the base. Um. But yeah, the reservoir tip is what gave it away. Had she bought a condom that didn't have the reservoir tip, most people would have thought, well, maybe it's a, a, some sort of balloon. And yeah, by the way, why didn't you get a balloon? Wouldn't a balloon work? Yeah. Maybe it says and a lot about her. I, I, you know, unless you're not taking a lot of zinc, that reservoir tip's not really going to... I see some overflow happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. 
I yeah. need to. I want to try this at a comedy club on stage. You know, work it into the act somehow. Like maybe you follow a comedian that's really nasty, <laughs> and then you go up there and you just like, I just feel gross, you guys. I'm just gonna just to protect myself and and then put the condom on the microphone. You know, it could be a good diss. I've, 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 you know, I've, I've wanted to do this too, John. You know how it's all now about dropping the mic now. Like if you make a point, you know, mic drop. And mm-hmm. I believe Chris Rock was the first one to do it, right? I mean, on, mm-hmm. didn't that come from him? Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to develop on my next special, but I need someone to invent this. I need the yo-yo technology to work for the microphone. So what I'm saying is, you know, the fake yo-yos for people who couldn't actually do a good yo-yo where they had the, the fake yo- one? Uh, they were called the yo balls. Yes. Okay. So I need that technology somehow hooked up into a microphone. And I put the string ring on my finger. The whole time I'm doing comedy, you never notice that this might be a yo-yo, right? And I've got it attached to my finger. And at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm John Reap, I'm out of here. And I throw the mic, and it comes right back up. I'm like, psych. Dude, you should should do that. No, that could be easily made, I think. It's just the yo-ball technology. Yo-ball technology. Buy the yo-ball, break it down, and put it in a mic. (laughs) <laughs> Look, someone watching this right now, leave it in the comment section. If you want to make this, I'll give you full credit for it, okay? <laughs> Hit us up in the comment section. And, um, yeah, go to Heffern and Reap from time to time. We, we have a Patreon support page, and, uh, you know, we could use your help. Brenda Sachs, Steve Dean, Joey Ellis, Shane Flint, Bob Haynes, Rink Safford III, those are some of our Patreon supporters. You could be one, and you get a shout-out, too. Um, you want to go over one quick one real quick? I know I'm getting – we should wrap this up because we're at almost at 45. We're trying to keep these shows at 45 these days. Short and sweet. Power. Quick. Efficiency. <laughs> Brevity is the soul of wit, and that is what we're trying to do. Right, John? That's exactly it. So after this short, short podcast, make sure you go to YouTube slash – comedian john heffron and watch special yes people like it. i want to mention the new children's book that came out this week i'm not <laughs> even going to mention it this week i'm, You're not allowed next to. Week. <sighs> I'm not going to mention the the fact that i might have <clears throat> more endeavors with barbecue sauce there's already a hot sauce but now i'm in talks with another barbecue sauce person that's the way you could gotta be a, get your could side be a big deal. You know how you get your side John, hustle. you know how Jimmy Dean, when I say Jimmy Dean, what do you think of? The sausage guy. The right. restaurant place. Do you know what he did before that? I know he was a country singer. Yeah. But you know what just came to your mind? Sausage, not country music. Right. One of these days when you hear John Rape, you're gonna think, Oh, the barbecue sauce guy. Oh, yeah. Not the comedian. I like it. <laughs> I, I want to tease the crowd with one more story. And then I want next week, we need to start the show talking about this. All right. So now you have a week to think about it, John. Okay. Okay. And we're doing a cruise, by the way. Don't forget November 2023, the Sea Amigos cruise. It's me, John Heffern, my buddy Reno Collier. And we're all doing stand up comedy, karaoke, podcasting, meeting and greeting. We're going to, uh, Royal, it's Royal Caribbean's biggest ship. It's next year, November 7th through 11, I believe. Something like mm-hmm. that. 
But get on, flyers. book a cabin. This story happened on a cruise ship. A white comedian fired after he allegedly used the N-word performing on a carnival cruise, and it got exposed on social media. So, John, you have one week to come up with some thoughts for this story. We, I will make a promise to you guys right now. I will not be using the N-word on my cruise or ever on stage. I'd like to keep working, please. And it's hateful. John Hafford, can you make this this vow with me that you will not be using the N-word on the Sea Amigos cruise? Uh, it's a year away. I think I have enough time to uh, make sure it's out of my vocabulary. Very good. Well, we'll talk about this one next week. I don't know who the comedian is. I mean, we got the story right here. Um, I, I don't know him, but apparently he's done some stuff on TV. And he got he got fired. So I, I don't know the whole story. We'll get into it next week. I'm John Reap. And over here, that's John Heffern. You have been watching the Heffern and Reap show. And we would love it if you would share this, rate us, give us an Apple podcast review. We need new ones. And uh, you just keep on John Heffern and Reaping on. That's what I got to say. How do we end it, John? Uh, with just some music and then we wave. Okay. That's how we should do it. All right. The Ellen Jackson, whatever. Bicycle. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them.